Welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman, author and host. Today, I'll talk about the readings for Sunday, October 25th. Two things. The scripture for this week are rich, rich, rich in wisdom. Beginning at the end with the gospel reading, Jesus is encountering yet another tough audience, this time the Pharisees, who want to grill him for a while. They ask him what he considers to be the greatest commandment in the law, an opening question, a prelude to debate. Jesus answers with his summary. Thing one, love God with your whole self, and thing two, love your neighbor as yourself. Each leads to the other, it seems. I happen to be rereading The Art of Loving by the psychoanalyst Eric Fromm, originally published in 1956. It's a little paperback, 118 pages long. It has not stood the test of time particularly well. Nevertheless, it goes to the problem here. Exactly what does Jesus mean when he talks about love? Could he elaborate? The Life of Jesus is an elaboration of what he means. What he did with his days is his version of what it means to love. It's on each of us to write our own version, so to speak, with our lives. The Leviticus reading provides a stellar aid. Verse 15, Stop with the premature judginess. Look at all sides. Don't flatter those who can help you, nor ignore those who can't. Stay neutral, impartial, and fair. Verse 16. Don't go around talking about others, making them look bad, or creating problems for them so that you can improve your own status or connection with others. Verse 17. Don't hate your own people, your own kin. Remember your responsibilities to, not for them, and the world we all inhabit. Verse 18. Let go of the grudges you hold on to. Stop sitting in the seat of scoffers, Psalm 1, verse 1. These ideas are as applicable now as they were then. All of them speak to relationship processes where one can get stuck. Maybe the Pharisees and Jesus talked about these ideas. Certainly, everyone would have known this part of the law. At some point, and this is where Scripture picks back up, it was Jesus' turn to ask them a question. True to form, Jesus does not pick some random trick question for them. Instead, he shares with them where he is, something he's wondering about. The Messiah predicted by the prophets, related scripture, and his own self-understanding. In this way, he expands on today's Thessalonians passage, offering his own self not only to those he's grown close to, but also to those who wish him harm. The Pharisees had no answer that day. After that time, no one dared to ask him any more questions. The grilling was over. The debating, the arguing, the trying to convince was done. That these commandments are as relevant now as they were thousands of years ago, and as difficult to follow, goes to how stuck humans can get in relationship processes. Finding one's way out is a matter of many small choices over time. 
Seeing where one has a choice and when one has a choice is a first step. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to center myself around what I'm trying to do with my life each day. After the questions, I close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, where am I likely to get stuck in relationship processes today? In the evening, looking back over my day, what would it say about the story of my life and what I valued? Psalm 1 verse 1, happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers.